Welcome to the Enlightening Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Hamblin. And I'm your co-host, Ashley Schultz. As moms who are currently in the thick of raising kids with big emotions, we know firsthand how challenging their intense behaviors can be. And that a little support can go a long way. This is a non-judgmental community that was created for you or any mom who's feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, or stressed. Each week, either Emily or I will share our experiences, offer practical tips, and interview experts in the field so you can be empowered to help your children with their challenges. Join us as we help you enlighten motherhood. Hello, everyone. It's Emily. I wanted to chat with you a little bit today about when our kids are having a really hard time or having really big feelings, and it's hard for us to see those feelings. I want to talk about my personal knee-jerk reactions to how I tend to want to naturally react to that, what I want to say to them, what I want to have happen, and to what I am more consciously um, focusing on in my parenting. Okay. Let me illustrate all of this with a story for you. I'm sharing the story with permission. This is a story that my podcast co-host Ashley shared with me that happened to one of her children. So she was at the park with her children. And as you know, she has a lot of kids. (laughs) She has five kids and they all have really big emotions. They're all neurodiverse. They're wonderful children, but, um, Sometimes things can get a little bit intense. And on this particular day at the park, one of her children, I can't remember the details of how, I think like he fell off of, his foot slipped and he fell and hit his head against a pole and it put a really big gash in his forehead. And I will spare you pictures, but she sent me a picture from later when they were in the ER, but it was, it was pretty bad. It was, it was a lot of blood and um, it was terrifying of course for the mom to see her son bleeding that much um the kids were her other kids were really just wanting to keep playing at the park she had to get very urgent there were like a lot of big feelings about leaving the park about mom having her big emotions and um the child of course that's hurt is really worked up everyone's kind of all worked up together it's a very stressful moment it is a bit of a hike from where they are to actually get back to the car And um, then she has to drive them to the emergency room. And of course they didn't want to leave the park. Lots of people are dysregulated. Um, They get to the emergency room. They see this child right away because by now his face is just covered in blood. And um, thankfully he ended up not needing stitches. So like the end story is he was okay and it ended up healing on its own. But at the time um, nobody knew that because there was just, so much blood and it was a head injury and it was something that this mom didn't want to chance at all. And, um, but as they walked in to be seen in the emergency room, you can probably guess what this child's feeling, right? They're, they're feeling lots of big emotions. And one of the first things that the nurse says to this child is to ask him how he was feeling. And so she asks how he's feeling, and he tells her that he's scared. Then this nurse, I, I am grateful that the nurse thought to ask how he was doing, because I can say I've been in ERs with my children where the nurses didn't really even bother to speak to the kid. They just came in, 
took their vitals, didn't really talk to anyone and left. Um, so I, I really commend this nurse for caring about the child, for doing her best to try to help him out. Um, she asked how he's feeling. And when he told her he was scared, she responded that there's no reason to be scared and just relax and you'll be fine. Um, first of all, I don't want to like, I don't even know who that nurse was. Like, honestly, I have no idea. So <laughs> this can't probably get back to her, but I don't want to shame her for doing that. And for anyone that does do that with kids, like there's no shame. She had amazing good intentions to want to help that child, to try to help him at a time where he was really probably very terrified considering everything that had just happened, his injury, the emotional dysregulation going on, coming into this new place, being whisked through the rating room, being put into this small room with these bright lights. Um, she was trying to help him feel calm and help him feel comfortable. So she was coming from a really good place. But the what this mom told me about her son after the nurse told her told his son told her son that um her son actually looked more upset than before um the nurse left the room and the mom was then able to speak to the son um I'm gonna pause before I tell you how it turned out with them and I just want to visit this idea of telling our kids maybe they're sad because their ice cream cone falls on the ground and we tell them oh don't be sad it's okay or maybe um, they're frustrated because they're peeling their banana and they can't get it open. And by the time they get it open, the top's all smished. You know, when sometimes it's hard to get that banana started and they're really frustrated because the top of the banana is smished and they don't really like it like that. They like it to be whole and not um, smashed at all. And to tell them, oh, don't be frustrated. That's not a big deal, right? Don't be frustrated. Don't be upset. Don't be sad. Don't be scared. There's nothing to be afraid about. You're just fine. I think oftentimes this comes from a good place because we love our children and we love children in general. That nurse loved this child, right? And she wants what she believes is best for that child. We all want our children to be happy. And I get it. We want happiness for our children just like we want happiness for ourselves. And sometimes we don't realize that part of full happiness is allowing our children to feel full other emotions too, to feel full disappointment, to feel full resentment, to feel full sadness, um, whatever it is that they're feeling, frustration, right? Allowing our children to feel that will allow for their happiness to be even greater and more meaningful. Another thing that I want to talk about with this is the nurse was coming from a good, like she was coming from a good heart. She had really good intentions. But when we tell our children, when we tell a child that is scared, that they have no reason to be scared, it can kind of be confusing for them, right? Well, my body is currently sending me all of these signals flooding me with these chemicals and these vibrations and telling me that I should be scared right now. And you're telling me that it's not scary. You're telling me that hitting my head, being seriously injured, um, being around people that are kind of freaking out, 
being whisked to a new place that I've never been to before and put in this new situation with people that I don't even know. You're telling me that there's nothing scary here? Okay, your child, depending on their temperament and depending on the who they are, they might just be really confused. Like, can I even trust my own feelings? Like, all of these things to me are sending me signals that something's not right. And so I'm feeling scared from all of those signals that are being sent to me. And you're telling me that those signals are wrong. Okay, so none of this stuff is scary. Or maybe you have a child that, perhaps like this child here, just is going to be a little bit upset. Like, maybe then they don't trust you. Like, mom, of course all of these things are scary. Like, consider what I just went through. Yes, that's scary. Yes, my body is sending me signals right now that say fear. And I'm interpreting correctly those signals to know that I am scared right now. Maybe you wouldn't be scared if you were in my situation, but I have plenty to be scared about right now. So maybe you're going to either teach them not to trust their own feelings, or you're going to end up teaching them that you don't get what it's like to be them, that you don't understand where they're coming from, that your advice is just confusing, right? Do you get what I'm saying? And so... Allowing our children to feel whatever they feel, even if it's hard for us. Sometimes, sometimes we, we, it's uncomfortable for us. We don't want to see our children scared. Um, some people might even go so far as to say it's kind of selfish. Like, I don't want my kid to be scared because I'm uncomfortable seeing them scared. And that's why I'm trying to change it. And there might be some of that in there. But I, I really think that most moms are coming from a very good spot where we just love our kids and we want what's best for them. We don't like to see kids that are suffering. We don't like to see kids that are hungry, right? And we don't like to see kids that are scared, sad, angry, upset, disappointed, jealous, whatever the other emotion might be. And so we swoop in and we try to fix it really fast. Um, not only is that confusing for our child, right? Not only does it mean that it's harder for them to experience happiness, like full happiness, it also makes it really hard for them to develop resilience. Emotional resilience, I've brought this up before and I'll bring it up again. The, the idea of becoming emotionally resilient isn't that we never have hard things. It's that we know how to handle hard things, right? And so what is much more powerful for you, instead of trying to help your child never feel sad, scared, bitter, resentful, um, lonely, left out. Instead of trying to avoid those feelings for them, it is much more powerful for your child if you can teach them how to handle those feelings. And so again, no shade on that nurse. She really was doing her best. But me personally, if I were that child, what I think would help me a lot more in that situation would be if a nurse would say, how are you doing? And they care and they're listening to the answer. And if I tell them scared that they might say, oh, yeah, I can, I can absolutely understand why you might feel scared right now. Do you want to tell me about it? What do you find scary right now? And something that I tell my children might be, um, for example, I have a child that gets really intense emotions really fast. Like this child gets excited really fast. This child gets um, really ambitious, loves to just go and adventure. And um, this child also gets scared really fast. 
And so <laughs> it's a really quick, um, from like zero to 10 on the emotional scale for most emotions really quickly. Um, love this child and I love his intensity for life. But on the swing, he'll be like excited. I want to go on the swing. Okay, push me higher, push me higher. Ah, too high, <laughs> right? Like all of a sudden we cross that line and he's scared. And he told me once, like as soon as I crossed that line, he went, mom, I'm scared. And my knee jerk instant reaction was to be like, either, oh, okay. And like, slow him down. So he didn't be scared. He wasn't, wouldn't be scared or to say, oh, you have nothing to be afraid about. Look, you're, you're barely going high at all. Right. There's no reason you should be scared. I wasn't pushing him very high. Instead, I allowed him to be scared. Oh yeah. You feel scared right now. Do you feel scared because you're going higher than you're used to? Or do you feel scared for another reason? What does scared feel like to you? Could be another question that your kid might like to answer. Um, and in this case, I let him know, okay, listen, if you really need me to stop pushing you that high, I can, but I also think you can handle this scared right now. And here's why, because I know that you're safe. And if you're not so scared that you can't do this anymore, can you just hold on really tight to those chains on that swing? And just trust me when I say, as long as you hold on tight and I'm right here with you that you're going to be safe with how high I'm pushing you. Can you believe me that you'll be safe even if you're a little bit scared? And he agreed, like, he agreed, okay. I'm all right if you keep pushing me this high. I know that I'm safe. Maybe other kids wouldn't be ready to be pushed that much. This is what we refer to as the challenge zone, right? Each kid can be pushed so far before they're kind of pushed over the edge of not being able to function very well anymore. So I was trying to push him a little bit into that challenge zone. like. Let's, let's just practice being scared. Not that I'm trying to scare my son, right? But I'm allowing him to feel that feeling that he himself has already. Does that make sense? So if you're wondering how things worked out for my podcast co-host, Ashley, and her son, um, with her permission, I'm going to go ahead and read a little bit of the message that she had written about this. She said, no concussion. I was shocked that he did not need stitches. The staff was pretty alarmed. When he was lying in bed in urgent care, while I was cleaning his wound with saline, per the nurse's instructions, she asked him how he was feeling, and he told her he was scared. She said, there's no reason to be scared, and there's nothing to be scared of. Just relax, and you'll be fine. He looked more upset. I knew he needed his feelings validated. So I told him, it's okay to feel scared and that he has never had this experience before. And he doesn't even remember being at urgent care before. And it can feel scary. And that's okay. He smiled at me and gave me a big hug and was able to relax more. So this is just one of those amazing examples. Not that, not that I always get it perfectly. Not that Ashley always gets it perfectly, although she is really amazing. Um, but just one of those examples where it actually helps the child more, right? Um, it helps them more to go through that emotion instead of trying to remove that emotion. So to help this child relax, telling him not to be scared and telling him to relax and telling him that there's nothing to be afraid about actually only amplified his emotion and it probably layered on like he's feeling scared and now he's feeling anxiety and maybe even frustration right and instead just allowing him to be scared we don't have to layer things on then it's like okay you're scared 
And I can see why you're scared. And I'm going to connect with you right where you are. I'm not going to push you into the scared. I'm not going to try to make you more scared. I'm just going to allow and hold space for your fear or for whatever it is that you're feeling and allow it to be. And then when you're ready, I'm here and I can help you co-regulate and we can get back to feeling better again. So next time your child is experiencing a really intense emotion and you have that natural, I don't even want to say natural. It's it's probably a lot of um, society ingrained in us, but that instinct, whether it's society, whether it's natural, I guess I shouldn't have brought that up. We're not going to have that debate. I don't know if it's nature or nurture, but whenever you have that um, subconscious reaction of, okay, I'm going to go in and remove this negative emotion from them. I want them to not feel lonely. I want them to not feel sad. I want them to not feel inferior. I want them to not feel upset. I want them to not feel frustrated. I want for them to not feel jealous. Instead of swooping in and trying to take them out of that emotion or take that emotion out of them, try allowing your child to feel what they are feeling in that moment. Just allow them to feel it. And then instead of trying to rescue them from it, help to give them tools to get through it. So that as they grow up, they are teenagers and they are adults that can handle these big feelings so that we don't have to numb them away with social media or alcohol or drugs or pornography or whatever other thing it is that someone is looking towards to numb away these feelings they never learned how to get through. Instead, we can end up as teenagers and as adults that are familiar with hard feelings. And yes, we don't love them, but we are able to get through them. And if you want more support with your child, with helping them learn more emotional regulation, with helping to build your own tool set, to help your child have a more healthy relationship with their emotions. I'd love to invite you to join me. Head over to enlighteningmotherhood.com to find out who you can join my community and get access to all of my tools so that you can also be more empowered to help your child with their challenges. Thank you so much for listening and have a beautiful week. If this podcast episode was meaningful or helpful to you, can you think of a friend who might benefit from hearing it? Why not send them a quick text with a link to listen? I know it's a message I would have loved hearing years ago.